Welcome to Two Guys, a Girl, and a Podcast. We talk about all kinds of different things, and today we'll be talking about the Umbrella Academy. I am Ken. Jeff. Julia. This is um, episode six called The Day That Wasn't. And that title won't mean much until you realize at the end what happens. And it truly is the day that wasn't. But at the time when you start watching it, you're like, oh, wow, all this stuff is happening and a lot happens in it. You see some relationships develop. You see some big things happen. People find out about things and you're like, oh, this is getting really good. And then it sort of just vanishes at the end and we got to start over again. What do we have going on in this episode? Vanya gets annoyed when her um, siblings have an emergency meeting and don't include her in it. And Five starts his new job at headquarters. Cha-Cha and Hazel have a, an issue. It's very the, spy versus spy with the two of them in this episode. Yes. This was kind of a, a downer episode because, you know, you see, you know, people's relationships and you see things like coming to fruition, especially with Luther and Allison. And they have the date up in the attic and they doing the dance and all that. And then all of a sudden, whew, it's all taken away from them. It was like a big, like, I found it was a downer. I was just like, oh, man, really? I was, so I was just like, because they actually got to do what they always wanted to do when their father took it away from them. So I was kind of, I thought it was a downer. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's what happens in this episode. The rug gets pulled out from underneath everyone. And everything that we, not everything, but a lot of stuff that sort of progressed along is now back reset to a degree. But that's what happens when you have time travel. Despite the fact that I think in this one, Luther talks to the um, group and says, geez, we have to probably do something about this apocalypse. They don't seem to be too focused on it. They just kind of like, yeah, yeah, you're right. Okay. And they just still have their own issues. Diego's still dealing with the fact that I think Grace is back and reactivated again, even though he had disabled her. Yeah, Pogo reactivated her. Yeah. We find out that Harold Jenkins has something going on, something to do with something because Five finds out that Hazel and Cha-Cha now have orders to protect him. Yes. Which is like kind of like, wait a minute, what does he have to do with anything? And obviously he has something to do with something. And, mm-hmm. and then I don't know, have, have they, they haven't, put two and two together yet of of the whole eyeball thing hasn't been resolved yet. They're still trying to figure that out. Um, I think Vanya, we see for the first time for sure that she has pretty powerful powers. She ends up getting mad in front of uh, Harold there and uh, destroying or bending some streetlights. (laughs) So her powers are, are definitely there, and she realizes that she well, has some. 
And then she finds the notebook that he stole out of the dumpster when Klaus threw it away. Yeah, and, and she finds the the pill empty the pills, right, or something like that too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, he's convincing her to you know let, let's I'm we're, I'm going to help you. I'm going to try to help you with your powers and stuff and put you in the position where you should be, where you should be one of your family, a true equal. And she sort of says, okay, let's let's. Uh, Let's work on that because I think um, I don't know if it happens in this episode, but the, soon enough they're sort of training together with her powers. He's trying to understand her powers and use them. Yeah, and I think she I th she does realize that because she finds the book and the pills right bef right before everything gets right at the very moment where everything starts going back. She was about to say something else. Well, that, that, yeah, that's true. So, I mean, we don't know. And, and then so the, by, the, by the next episode, she doesn't have all that stuff because time has be re been rewritten. It, it's didn't, none of this happens. So the relationship between Luther, Luther and Allison becomes romantic and sort of looks like it's going in a, like you said, in a direction and boom, that's gone. And everything else that's sort of progressing along kind of goes away. So, um, so it makes you wonder if Five didn't go all the way back to the beginning of this episode when he did the time jump, if he actually went where she was finding all that stuff, if that would have prevented the apocalypse. Because well, she wouldn't have been all powered up yet. Yeah, um, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't recall if she was about ready to Harold Jenkins uh, she, she definitely would have wouldn't have necessarily trusted him so I would have thought maybe she, she might have left him at that point and gone to the uh, her family and said hey guess what guys I have powers but but again you know it's sort of like you watch this episode and a lot of the stuff I mean we see a little bit I think we see a little bit more of uh, the Vietnam War with Klaus um, yes I have I a know. yeah Find out his lover's name is Dave or something like that. Yeah, Dave. Yeah, Dave. It was in nineteen sixty-eight. Yeah, that was sort of a sad scene when Klaus sobers up so that he can see Dave. Yes. So five um, steals the briefcase after he causes mischief at the commission. Yeah. Yeah. Sabotages <laughs> some stuff. Oh, it kind of blows it up. By the end of the episode, it looks like maybe everyone's going to be on the same page, and we're all going to stop the apocalypse and everything. And uh, you know, I, I don't think I had had any idea that that would potentially happen because it feels like all of them were still being dysfunctional and sort of not on the same page. But at some point, you're like, "Come on, let's let's start working on that." This is also when Luther discovers that the reports that he was sending back from the moon went unread and was just a mission to make yeah. him feel important, but he, his yeah. father never read them and, and he finds them like under the floorboards and it just shows like how, what it, I mean, that father was father. just an awful, awful person. Father of the year, let's hear it for Hargreaves, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and it, and it doesn't, up being a 
He's a dick. <laughs> it doesn't get any better, you know. It, you know, every episode, kind of, we we see more and more of that, and you know that that's obviously something that this show does pretty good. It is it it sets up that this guy may not be the best father. He certainly does a few things, but every episode we 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 see more evidence of that. Yeah, <laughs> and. We're already on board. Okay, we get it. But you know, oh wait, he's doing this and he, he does that, and, and by the end, you're like, okay, you know, and, and I, you know, I don't know if it'll continue on to other seasons where we learn more about it. But um, he's a horrible, horrible, horrible person. <laughs> yes, he is. I mean. And in a way, he's he's sort of uh, again. I'm jumping ahead, but you know, when it comes down to this, when you're watching it all get put together, and you see all the steps, when it comes to time travel, generally speaking, there is a limited set of rules, um, depending on the show or movie. And when you when you start to watch this show, and you realize that at one point there's an end point where there's an apocalypse. And we know that because we've seen it from Five's perspective. We're assuming at some point, because this is an ongoing show, that maybe they'll prevent it. Um, if not, then something else has to happen. Otherwise, how does the show continue? They're all dead. So when you when you when you're watching this, you're you're trying to figure out what is what is leading to it. And very often in time travel, things. It doesn't matter what you do; they 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 are they're part of the cause, the causality of it. So the father, oh, you know, he, he doesn't want to start an apocalypse, but he he does things to this family that set everything in motion to lead to the apocalypse. Right. And Harold Jenkins does the same thing. And the only people that really have control over that is is the like Cha Cha and Hazel. They they. Well, they, I think they find out about it, um, and then that's when um, Hazel starts to question things, and that happens later. But the corporation or whatever knows about it, and they're like, well, you know, which seems odd to me that they wouldn't care. But um, so everything you see is sort of leading to that, and then you're like, okay, well, now that, you know, Maybe Vanya knows that what's going on with Harold, so now that 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 changed history. But good time travel stories, they write them in such a way that you can't really escape it. That everything you do prevents it, but in reality, is not is actually causing it. So this is as I'm as I'm watching this. That's what I was going through in my head. I was like, okay, what is the, what is how is this unfolding that leads to that? Because we know it's not going to be easy. Like, let's just change it, and then, oh, it's changed. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, anyways. Um, but in this case, there's sort of a reset at the end when Five travels to the beginning of the episode, sort of, and, you know, redirects people. So the direction that they were going to go in all of a sudden is now changed slightly. And 
the series of events that we saw don't lead anywhere. Uh, some of them, like, you know, obviously Luther and Allison don't have that situation and everything. And, um, so. Did, did anybody else find it kind of gross <laughs> that that relationship is a thing? I mean, they're siblings. They were raised together since babies. I, I don't get it. I Yeah, I but they weren't biological brother and sister, but. Yeah, but they were raised together. It's well, very look at oh, in the look at how they were raised. I mean, psycho father there. I don't know. I, 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 it didn't. It didn't bother me. I, I, they have a pretty good chemistry. I mean, if you have a childhood friend that you you grew up with as a child, and they they live next door, and later down the line you start going out with them, is that any different? I mean, they're not in the same household as you, but it's probably the same type of thing where even if, especially when they're children, they were probably, you know, is that any different? Uh, yeah, they were yes. in different houses. <laughs> they weren't yeah, brothers. Yeah, but what's the difference? I, I mean, they're not, they're not biological, so you, you said that right. But but so what? If, if you have a childhood friend and you're, you're seeing them every single day as a as a friend, and you're hanging out with them every single day. So in some instances, you would be hanging out more with your friend than, than a possible sibling. Mm, that's true. Well, I, I guess, I but they—I mean—they refer to each other as brother and sisters, and yeah. you know, and I, I don't know. It just seems kind of. Well, I guess it's no different than FDR marrying one of his cousins. So. Yeah, FDR. but it was like a fourth cousin. Well, still, well, they were kind of sort of related, weren't they? Well, if we yeah. go, if we hop over to Game of Thrones, we could take a look at some more. Um... <laughs> That's a whole different kettle of all games. Okay, okay. Well, <laughs> so, in terms of of uh, uh, which is worse, you know, there's definitely worse situations. But... Yeah, there are. I just think it's a little bit icky. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's like the monarchy. In the olden days, hey, you're marrying this person, okay? Oh, yeah. by the way, yeah. <laughs> and now everybody has hemophilia. <laughs> and I don't know if, um, I mean, obviously they still have a relationship, but and that progressing of the relationship goes away. Um, they confess their feelings to each other, but that's gone after this episode, so that didn't happen. So it's sort of um, it doesn't go away. They still have the feelings for each other, but it's it's kind of uh, gone backwards by the end of this episode. Yeah, know. they're not they're not admitting it to each other again. You know, it's they're just sort of there's just sort of this tension. But although I did I did like the dance scene with them, and I love that song, Dancing in the Moonlight. I know it's a cheesy '70s song, but man, I love that song. <laughs> yeah, she's a. Singer, dancer, and she's she's more of a Broadway theater type. Um, but yeah, I, I like that scene too. That was um, sort of like uh, all of a sudden we're in a musical, like, and it's like, well, people don't do that in real life, and obviously, it's, it's one of the uh, eccentric. It's a little bit of eccentric to have that in the show, and that sort of uh, while watching that, I'm like, yeah, you know, so it wouldn't work in all shows. So, anything else about this one? Nope. Nope. Okay, thanks for listening.